Welcome to the Rich Life Show, the place for those committed to living a life that's meaningful, fulfilling, and fun. What makes your life rich? We'll find out actionable tips from today's guests. Here's your host, Bo Henderson. Let's get started. Well, I just love that intro. I'm Bo Henderson here with Amy Scruggs, and this is the kickoff, the first official episode of the Rich Life Show, something I've been talking about since 2007. So it's not something we just came up with the idea last weekend. We've been building this and, and sharing this message that resonates with me, and I think it resonates with, I know our guest and, and Amy, and most of the people that show up resonate with this idea of a rich life. It's living that life that whatever your definition is, that one, you're going to be intentional to create that. It's fulfilling, all right? I've been, a, I've been in way too many situations and conversation where people had some, some stuff figured out, like maybe money, but their life wasn't fulfilling. So intentional fulfilling. And how about this last one? Fun. You know, we'll crack some bad jokes here um, and we'll, we'll, we're going to have fun. So without further ado, Amy, uh, welcome to the Rich Life Show and bring in our guest today. I'm really excited about who you brought in to be our kickoff show. Bo, that was so well said. I love how you just shared your heart and what this is and how long you've been putting this together. And I'm honored to be a part of this as we kick off. We've been working on this for a while. And when we said, look, we really want to have the best first guest possible. I said, we have to have Raymond because you talk about somebody who has an incredible story and background of success, of trial, of error, of moving forward, of endurance and of empowering others. It is Raymond. So Raymond Shulseth, it is so great to have you with us on this very first Rich Life Show. Welcome. Hey guys, thank you. It's my privilege to be here. Well, Raymond, I want to jump right in and yeah, have a lot of conversations with, with local businesses, businesses around the country and even beyond. And one of the things, you know, I, I'm really hesitant when somebody sees what a, a business owner, an entrepreneur has built, and they're just like, I want to do that. And they almost say that as if they think it's easy. Yeah, right. And that's my question to you. So I saw entrepreneur. So that's a man after my own heart right there. So tell me a little bit about that journey or maybe even beyond your journey. What would be that piece of advice for the person that says, hey, that entrepreneurship thing sounds interesting? Yeah, I think it's uh, real simple. Are you patient and are you persistent? You know, and I think those are two key words when you think about entrepreneurship that are extremely important to the journey and to you as a person. Um, you know, some people may say, hey, those are the same words that I think about when you have kids, right? Or when you have right. your children, but it's, they're both babies at some point and you're gonna have to be on this journey to nurture them and feed them and watch them grow and feed yourself too. And you're gonna experience your own growth. And, you know, entrepreneur today is like the word rock star back in the 80s. You there know you what go. I mean? Like everybody throws it around like, boom, I want to be this. And that's what I am. And that's what I'm going to be. And a lot of times an entrepreneur is just a business person, you know, man, woman or whatever. And ultimately an entrepreneur is the person who jumps off the cliff and builds a plane on the way down. You know, like <laughs> that's what I think of myself when I think of entrepreneur. Like I am not afraid to take risks and I'm not afraid to fail. And I think when I talk to people or when I consult for companies or when I meet somebody that says, I want to do this or I want to do that, that's usually my first question. Well, are you okay failing? Right. And no, no, I, I totally, the, the ability to fail. And that's what I wanted to ask when, as you're talking through this 
is how do you how do you speak to that that person that says, you know what? I tried it. It didn't work out. I failed. And and it's hard as a human to not take that personal. How do you separate the two? How do you, how do you say this isn't about me? This is this was just a failed attempt. Yeah. So then you have to you know, what is that person's definition of failure? Mm-hmm. Right. That becomes a big a big question is that if you don't quit, you didn't fail. Right. right? So if you take a business that is not working and you pivot that business model, and you start getting traction and you have to pivot again and you get more traction and you have to pivot again and you get more traction. You're not failing. You're pivoting. You're, you're figuring it out now. Love that. I think that's very important. You know, there are good ideas. There are bad ideas and there are good ideas that arrive early that the market may not be ready for, you know, and you just have to know where you are. And that's where a level of awareness comes in with, where you are, what you're doing and who you are as a person and how your attitude about something is going to be shifted based on the results that you are or are not getting. And that's how I look at it. Raymond, share a little bit of your story because for the viewers watching, they don't realize literally you have built 45 businesses. And I love your your slogan on that, if you can say that. Can you walk us through, because this wasn't easy. Were you just born golden spoon and it's been a piece of cake for you? Can you give us a, a little bit of that background? No, you I know, know it's I, big, but try to give us give us your nuggets. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, without going too deep, right? Like I was born uh, a premature baby under four pounds. Doctors told my mom I wouldn't make it past six months. Uh, I pulled out all my IVs. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't drink. <laughs> they sent me home and I've been fighting ever since. That's the reality of it. You know, like I didn't have a traditional childhood by any means. And I've always been in survival mode, which... For a long time, that served me, and it served me until it didn't. It served me until I created abundance, I created wealth, and I didn't get out of survival mode. And I was making decisions in the same place that I was when I was in survival mode. And that's a problem. That's a problem when you've created something for yourself where you no longer have to, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? You know, so... For me, like I've been in that position several times because I've made money, I lost money, I've made money, I lost money, I've built real estate portfolios, then liquidated them all to put them in another business and that business fails and I have to start all over again. And it's been a journey, but I've been persistent and I've been patient and I just keep going. And, you know, one of the words that I think people are afraid of that I love is reinvention. Mm -hmm. And like, I just keep reinventing myself and every time I do it, I figure it out bigger, better, faster, stronger. It doesn't mean I don't go through pain. It doesn't mean I don't have days or weeks or months that I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this is not working. I'm super frustrated, especially with everything that we've all went through the last 14, 16 months, right? Talk about pivoting and really evaluating business models and taking a look at things and you know, reestablishing goals and what those results you want over the next one, three, five, 10 years. But ultimately, it's about adapting. And if you're going to be an entrepreneur, like you are going to have to adapt. And, you know, there's a there's a saying that says the only difference between a man and a horse is the mind. Right. And that's true. And we have the ability as humans. We have this unique position to adapt and to create and to think and to execute on a whole different level than other living things on this earth. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that however I got to be a survivor through my upbringing, my childhood, my young adulthood, that 
I am. And I was not a good student, you know, like I graduated high school with a 1.8 GPA. I went to a few years of junior college to make my mom happy and I hated it. Right. And finally, I just threw in the towel. I'm like, dude, this is not for me. And I was working in an engineering company, making great money. I bought my first house at 19. And that started the journey of, I need to be my own boss. I need to do my own thing. And part of where that came from is people putting limitations on me. Like, you're too young to make this amount of money, or you're too young to be in this management position. And from that 19, 20 year old age, like I know, I knew I did not want that. Right. Like the sky is the limit. Thank goodness in the world that we live in. And I want to maximize my potential. Like I am in a hurry to find that next best version of me. That's my goal. You know what I love about that? That that reinvention. I'm going to call this the Raymond Madonna method. You can trademark that if you'd like. But <laughs> I did that, talking with some retirees. I, I would say something similar. It's like think of yourself like Madonna in this next phase. You have the opportunity and it can be exciting to reinvent yourself or at least try it on whatever you want that to be. And if it doesn't work, that's no big deal. We just adjust. So I love that you're coming to the table saying that's part of the, the journey to bring you to is to say this version of me has grown into this new version of me and it can keep evolving. That's kind of exciting. I think it has to be. And, and that's what that next chapter is about. Right? Yeah. It's like, what do you want that next chapter to look like? And Honestly, I'll be 47 this year. And it wasn't until like really the last five years that I realized that there's so many chapters left in my life and it's up to me with how I write them and how I create them. And that's something that I thought I knew when I was younger, but I didn't really grasp how much power I had over it. And going through the epidemic that I don't know if we're in it or not in it or what the hell's going on, but <laughs> whatever it is, like, that's something that that's shown me is that we all have that ability to reinvent, to adapt and to build a new model. Big takeaway right there. I love that. Now, one of the things on this show, I like to hear most of the people that, that resonate or are coming on the show. And I know you're no exception. There is some need to make an impact or make a difference and some some theme along, along helping other people. And I know this is a hard question because I get as an entrepreneur doing hundred different things. But Raymond, what would you say currently is the big focus or maybe the big why for you? Uh, so it's a couple things, you know, like it's funny. I've now been a real estate investor for 25 years. Wow. And for the last 10 years, I've also owned this marketing slash consulting agency. And one of the things I realized over the last two years is I wanted to bring my, my business skills and knowledge and startups, failures, builds, successes, whatever, and real estate together. And like I said, I wasn't a good student, right? So when I think about real estate, I think about you go to real estate school and you learn to get your license and that's it. They don't teach you about business. They don't teach you about goal setting. They don't teach you about all of these different things that you need to conduct or that you're even in a business and you're starting a business and you are now becoming an entrepreneur as a real estate agent. So one of the, one of my big whys for now mm -hmm. is to impact thousands of agents by Excellent. giving them a proper education on how to build their business and how to develop their mindset to push forward through those challenging times of being frustrated and not knowing what to do next or not knowing how to figure it out, mm -hmm. you know, and that's become honestly like mission critical for me, because I'm so passionate about real estate and I'm passionate about helping people and I have this skill set 
to give them this success path, if you will, on what they're trying to accomplish. Well, and there's a lot of agents out there, especially in this market that, that are looking for help. And I, and I love it. I've seen this similar thing in the financial services industry of it's a dime a dozen to find somewhere that will sign you up to teach you maybe how to sell real estate or at least transact real estate or financial services. But it's completely different and rare to find something to teach you how to build a business that when we look back five, 10 years from now, you built what you wanted to have built. It's a totally different level of education. So I appreciate what you're doing there. Well, and that's, it's the thing, right? It's a long game. And that's one of the things that I love about real estate too. I think there's two important things with real estate. Number one, it's a people business, but number two, it's a partner business, right? If you're going to be successful in real estate, you're going to be working and serving people and you're going to have partners. That could be your mortgage person. That could be your title person. That could be your home inspector. You're going to have partners to build that business. And I think that is important as an entrepreneur and as anybody that's a business owner. Raymond, I know that you have dealt with so many different facets over the years with the businesses that you've done. I mean, 45 businesses is huge, but I want our, our viewers also to realize that, that you're not just, this is all you do kind of guy. You have a huge family. Let's talk about how you balance your family and how you still stay focused in helping others while being an entrepreneur. Sure. So my wife and I have five children. The youngest is four, um, then six, nine, 11, and 15, and three dogs. <laughs> the um, it's There's a lot of heartbeats in my house, you know, <laughs> and it's crazy. And two of our kids are special needs. So there's even like more attention that has to go within our family and the way that it functions and works. Um, you know, balance. I don't know that word i feel like is so wrong right because we all of us today with the way the world works like we are integrators like that's our job <clears throat> our job is to integrate yeah work and life and ourselves and family into this one bucket you know so many people think mm. I, I, ho I have this bucket you know i have my health bucket i have my uh, personal growth bucket. I have my family bucket. I have my money bucket. But the truth is it's one bucket. There may be different compartments in this one bucket, but let's just say you have a bucket and you have different cups. Well, each one of those cups is different sizes at different times, right? right? Like sometimes you have to focus on making money because that's what's happening or your business changed or the opportunities you know, there yeah. or the opportunities there. Right. Sometimes like your kids need your attention. And that's ultimately like, that's what matters to me most. Is my family safe? Are they healthy? Do they feel good? And feel good physically, mentally, emotionally, all of the above, because it's all relevant and it's all in equal parts to us as a human. And that's something I wasn't taught growing up is I was never taught to just feel good, right? And like, that's a basic component of being a person is to wake up feeling good right. because your day goes a whole lot better if you can choose and focus on feeling good, then waking up feeling like crap. as right. And that's what right. part of the message, right? Fulfilling the yeah. living life. If it's not fulfilling to you, change it. 100%. What's worse than going through life being miserable? Yeah. I don't want to hear it if you're not doing anything about it, right? To an extent. Right. Um, that So as we talk through this, I want to jump back to the real estate just a little bit there. So if, if it's somebody, what would that look like? And I know a lot of our, our friends, Rich Life friends are, in the real estate business, 
what would that look like to say, hey, this guy sounds like he's got something, uh, a way of a, approaching this and the, the idea of building a business. What would that process look like, Raymond? It, would it be, hey, we start on a consultation, we go through a six-week program. I'm just making stuff up, but you know where I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah. So it started, I'll give you a little bit of background. Sure. Um, aside from being a real, an active real estate investor, it started with my marketing agency where I just had a lot of local agents literally walking into my shop saying, hey, I need help marketing or I need a website or I want to be found more locally or yeah. how do I you know, raise my Google search results in this city or I'm thinking about running ads. And I didn't put like, you know, one plus one together at first. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll help you. No problem. We'll figure it out. We'll dial it in. What are you trying to do? Let's create a brand for you. Like that kind of stuff. Let's help differentiate you from the 2 million active agents in the US. Right. Um, and then from there, like as it came to be, I spent the majority of the end of 2019 and 2020 coaching agents one-on-one -on -one and, you know, talking about time and integration I, there's only so much time for me to do one-on-one -on -one and make an impact. Right. So coming into 2021, what I've done is I've created a membership called the Agent Experience. Okay. It is a month-to-month -month subscription based membership. And the program is designed to be 12 to 18 months worth of learning where essentially there's core content, there's monthly content, and then there's platform content, which is everything that I put out on the social networks. But the core content is the five stages of your business. And the first stage is you're a startup, right? You're brand new or maybe a few years old, or even if you're seasoned, a lot of seasoned agents aren't branded. They're not listed in directories. They're not on Google very well, all these different components. The second is building your network, really understanding your database and your sphere of influence. The third is building your prospects, really learning what lead generation me means and that it's more than just one lead generation activity, right? There's, it's like having multiple streams of income. You need multiple sources of leads to create that for your business. Um, stage four is building your momentum, like really starting to ramp up your business. And stage five is becoming the CEO of your business where you've put yourself in a position to work on your business and use your core skill set to grow and put other people, systems, whatever in place to support that growth for sustainability. No, I love that. And, and with that tool, this is what I love is your this. This is a tool, Raymond, you've created to help others live that definition for them, whatever that might be of their rich life. Right. More time, freedom, more successful businesses, maybe transition. Um, so appreciate that impact there. Now, I did have Rose, big fan of what we do here on the Rich Life show. She heard you were going to be the guest and she started doing some research and she told me to ask you. So this is Rose in New York. OK. Hi, Rose. What is the crazy car guy thing about? Oh man, like the, when I, st so in high school, I started working for an engineering company that made automotive aftermarket performance parts. And like, I grew up with my stepdad and his family being like car guys. Right. And I always liked, uh, I, I say, I like, I, I don't like sports. Like I'm not a sports guy. Right. So I'll tell people, you know, I love anything with a motor except landscaping equipment. Like I'm uninterested in that. <laughs> so but cars like i'm obsessed with cars man like i've had way more cars than i am years old um, <laughs> I, yeah like i've owned an automotive shop um 
I've owned exotics. I've owned hot rods. I've owned race cars. I've built cars from the ground up. I'm, I'm just obsessed. I love it. It's one of my passions. And honestly, I think a lot of it comes from like, I'm very much an engineering person mm -hmm. with this like weird kind of marketing thing sprinkled into it. And it's <laughs> like a cake mix. <laughs> yeah. Like totally. I'm like funfetti. Right. <laughs> but like, um, I like cars are therapy to me like working on them and taking stuff apart and putting it back together. It's, it's very calming and therapeutic to me. And honestly, I don't get to do very much of it these days and I miss it, but it is therapeutic for me and being able to see like a piece of machinery come from zero to something. Mm -hmm. It's the same reason I love business. Like I love creating, I'm a creator at the core. Mm -hmm. like, it, it's a variation of putting a puzzle together. Yeah, yeah it really you know? is. And I don't, I don't want to do accounting. I hate accounting. That's not what I want to deal with. Like I want to create and give me a problem. I want to create a solution for it that works across the board, not just, Hey, that works for this one person. And that's what I've worked hard in my membership to create is something that gives people a success path that builds the life that they want, not what somebody else wanted to it, not just the piece of their business, but like, look, here's a framework where we're going to plug you into it. And we're going to create what you're trying to create for yourself. Um, and it's the same with cars, right? Like that's, that's my analogy, if that makes sense. Perfect sense. Well, that's a perfect segue because Raymond, as the first guest on the show, but every guest on this show is going to have to answer the same question that Bo is going to ask you about oh. your life. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, one of the things what we defined a long time ago, um, I was helping people with their money. And as a very, and as a guy in my twenties, um, the way we're marketed to, what we're sold, even what we're told to a certain extent, uh, I got a little bit uh, confused as a young man about stuff and money equals happiness. And then I was helping these people much wiser and a little further down the road, and they were giving me conflicting messages that was about the memories you create, spending time with the people most important to you, those kind of things. And that really was the genesis of this, this definition of a rich life. And the cool thing about that, Raymond, is that I can't tell you what it should be because yours is going to be a little different than mine or maybe very different than mine. But it's that life we've talked about that's intentional because I believe we have to be committed to it, fulfilling and fun, but also here's a piece I don't talk about enough. It's that life that lights you up, that you're excited about. So what does that look like to you? When I, when I asked that question, you know, you, we talked about you helping others, giving them tools and, and making an impact on them being able to define and live their rich life. But what is Raymond's definition of a rich life look like? Yeah. So number one is serving others. I'm very mm -hmm. much a, a people person and people pleaser in that sense, which mm -hmm. sometimes could be a double-edged sword, right? Sure, because sure. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll let myself fall into second place instead of first place. And that's something that I've learned to actively work on and ask myself, like, what do I want and what do I need to be able to serve others at the highest level? Um, so for me, serving others is not just about my clients and my members and people that I work with on a business perspective that usually end up becoming personal friends at some point, right. is my family and being able to impact and educate those close to me on making the decision that's best for them that makes them feel good, right? Like I'll give an example of this. My kids are still young enough that I can make an impact on them. Right. 
even my, you know, 11 and 15 year old. And if I could go back and wish for one thing to be different with what I was taught when I was, I don't know, in my teenage years, I guess, even though maybe I wouldn't have got it at that time, is the universal laws of like the law of vibration, the law of attraction, and to stay away from resistance and what that feels like. You know, I didn't learn that stuff till later in life. And it's, it's, it's a practice. It's not like you just learn it and you're set, right? It's a practice. But understanding those core principles and how they affect all of these different areas in your life, I think is very important. So for me, sharing that with the people around me is part of my mission because it's literally a game changer in your life when you understand why you are the way you are and the difference between reacting versus responding to your circumstances, whatever they are, and that you do have the power to create what you want. It's not going to happen overnight. It's a process. It takes time, but it can happen sooner than later with the right pieces in place. You know, I'm glad you brought this up because we, we talked about the engineering mind, the entrepreneur, the, the business mind, and sometimes that gets very analytical or mathematical. So, so it's interesting when you brought up the phrase universal laws and, and what we're talking about. And I think I would like to spend just a little, little extra time uh, today since you brought that up is sure. how about how about us just dig in, maybe pick two or three. And just um, I think for a lot of people, it'd be really good to say, here's a brief, de- say the, the law of vibration. Here's how, how I see that. Maybe here's an example, because I think that might paint the picture for people about why this is so powerful. Sure. Yeah. All um. One of my virtual mentors, so to speak, is Bob Proctor. So I'll mm-hmm. use some of his analogies, right? When you talk about the law of vibration, you're talking about frequency because we are all made up of energy in this mm-hmm. world that we live. So, you know, let's say you're vibrating right here at this level and what you want is up here at this level. Well, that's a different frequency. And the only way you're going to get there is by raising your vibration to equal that frequency to attract that to you. And that's how the law of attraction works. It's no different than me dialing your phone number to try to get a hold of Amy. Right. I call your phone number trying to get a hold of Amy. Like she's not going to answer the phone no matter how many times I try. It's that same analogy. But, you know, we don't learn this stuff in school. We don't. Most of us don't learn it from our parents. We have to figure it out on our own if we ever figure it out at all. So how many people are walking around with no direction or feeling lost or sad or in a place that they don't want to be because they don't understand what's happening, you know, and they become victimized or they become victims to their circumstance rather than taking the power back to make a change and circling kind of back to energy is like, that's what you're doing. You have to take that power back and change it and choose to respond to your circumstances and take ownership of it. And like, look, None of us are perfect. I have made huge mistakes in marriages, in businesses, in relationships, all of it. I am a very faulty human being like everybody else, but I know I can correct it and I have the power to do that. Well, I do that through managing my energy and gaining clarity. And it's not easy to do. It's a process. It's a learned process. And especially in today's world, that's so noisy with technology and distractions, being able to quiet your mind 
and have a moment to stop that vibration so you can choose that next path of action that's best for you, it's a very difficult thing to do. But the more you practice it, the better you get. The better you get, the more you implement it in your life. The more you implement it in your life, the more your life starts to head on that trajectory that you want because you become a deliberate creator. And until you're a deliberate creator, you're just a sheep. You know, and, and again, what I love, it, it's resonating with me. We're vibrating here. All right. It, it's resonating with me that the idea of, of you're not just saying, hey, you work in, in my world. I'm going to teach you how to make 20 sales calls a day. Again, I'm making stuff up, but I'm teaching you how to be a whole human that's happy and has tools and resources to be that. Because why do we want Why do we want to build businesses and make money anyway? It's usually because of it's not that's not the end goal, right? It's because of that life we really want on the other end, if we can really get clear about it. It's because how you want to feel. Right. And right. that's the ultimate goal is the feeling, right? You only want what you want because you think it's going to make you happy. Right. 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 So if you want that jet boat or you want that Lambo or you want that private jet, you want it because you think it's going to make you happy and it may make you happy. And that's OK. If you want the jet buy the jet. Life is short. Right. And it also may enable you to transact business faster, bigger, further, internationally, whatever it is. Do what you want to do. Life is short. Go after it. You know, and like. That's the impact I want to have on everybody around me, on Amy, on you, on agents, on my kids. Mm -hmm. if my 11-year-old if my wants to just sit around and play Minecraft all day and make millions of dollars, he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a path to do that, but you got to follow the path. Right. Well, Raymond, well, a couple of things. I want, I want to thank you for, we talked about this, the work you're doing to help others realize their definition of a rich life. Cause you kind of said something very similar. Um, I think about it as if we're not, if we don't find that or plug into that or put people around us to help with that, we're sleepwalking through life. And that, that's a really sad thing one day to look back on and realize that's what we've done. Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you for that work. And then thank you for just sharing your heart and what is your definition of a rich life? Again, a lot of times if I ask that question, somebody's not done um, some of this, this thought process, they don't, there, there still needs there's clarity work that needs to be done to even know. Uh, so thank you for sharing that with us. But really, if somebody's listening and they're saying, "Hey, this guy vibrates with me," right? Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm picking up what he's putting down. What's the best way to follow, get in touch, learn more about the program? Where, where would you want somebody just to, the initial plug in be? Um, a couple options. You can just go to uh, 1012.com. It's one zero t w e l v e dot com or my website raymondsholseth.com. Either of those places, you can find out who I am, what I'm doing, get in touch, whatever you want. Well, Amy, I think I, I think you over-delivered on, on this guest today. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I yeah, know you were going to love him. Now, Raymond, this is a, it's just incredible, incredible what you shared today. And it's just I know it's going to make such a huge impact. And I know what you're doing already to make such a huge impact in people's lives with all the resources you have now and your experience. This is normally where we would say goodbye to our guests. But being the first show, we ask if you would just stay on as we go into our next brief segment. Yeah, if you can just hang with us and enjoy this with us. We have a segment that I'm going to introduce right now. Now is the time for Ask Bo, where he answers your questions. Remember to send your questions to askbo.com. 
We love this. It's the askbo.com time where we're going to be really gathering a lot of questions. We're going to be answering your questions right here on the show. But with the first episode today, I wanted to be the one to ask Bo because I'm so honored to be in a, a co-pilot position here and just uh, walk alongside you, Bo, that I just admire and respect so much. And Raymond, I just admire and respect you as well. So this was such a, a treat for me today. So Bo, my question for you, what is your takeaway now today with meeting Raymond with this first episode and what you're the most excited for about what's ahead for the Rich Life Show? You know, Raymond, what I was thinking about this morning when I thought about something um, I would I would like to share, Raymond, you queued it up perfectly. And I didn't even call you and tell you to do that, right? It's It's this idea of how do we have a different view or perspective or mind shift when we have failure? Uh, and and a, a wise uh, mentor a long time ago shared with me this idea of life school. And I'd like to share that here for our rich lifers and, and the people listening, because it's been something, a valuable tool and mindset for me for the last 20, 25 years. And what life school states, if you think of the curriculum of going through high school or maybe going through college to get to that, that degree, so to speak, or that graduation, there's a set of classes typically in a set of orders and to get to the next set or, or to go from undergraduate to graduate, you've got to pass and graduate. So if we think of the metaphor of life school like that, the things that hold true that have been very helpful for me was was kind of tenant number one is there's no mistakes, only valuable lessons, right? Everything that's ever happened, if, if it didn't go the way we planned, I promise you we can look at it and find a lesson in that. Tenant two, and this is where it starts getting good, a mistake will be repeated until it's learned. And think about that. How many relationships look very similar? Yep. How many businesses look very similar or, or money mistakes? And the only thing in common when we get really honest, <laughs> what's the common denominator sometimes is us. Yep. So maybe <laughs> there's a lesson for us to learn. So there's no mistakes, only valuable lessons. A lesson will be repeated till it's learned. Um, the lesson, it's going to get harder until it's learned. So the more we have to repeat it, it's like there's something there pushing us a little harder and a little harder to get that lesson. So every time a lesson's repeated, it's going to be a little harder. And then the final thought, and it might sound a little a little weird at first, but if you think about it, it makes sense. When we go through this whole process, the greatest lesson of all is to choose love over fear. And the reason I say that is every decision we have to make there's a spectrum uh, on the answer. One's going to be more based in fear and one's going to be more based in love. And I've yet to find an example where if you go towards the love-based solution, it's not the right one. Life school. So that's what I wanted to share, just a concept and kind of a metaphor for a lot of what Raymond shared with us today. And when, it, when that kind of sunk in for me, what that did was I realized even when I woke up, and things weren't going the way I wanted to, or it was a bad day, it was really still a good day because there's something I needed to get up and learn that day to move forward to the good stuff. And when it's going good, I'm going to try my best to be, be thankful. So that was the secret of life school. And it's just a little tool that um, has been very helpful for me. And I want to share with our rich lifers and, and thanks for queuing that up for me, Raymond. I love that. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. How fun was this? What an amazing way to kick off the weekend. Amazing, incredible way to kick off this. This was great, episode. you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks Thank so much, so Raymond. Much. And, and uh, on this Ask Bo, Amy, I just want to wrap. When, when we say askbo.com, we want you to go there, ask a question. It can be a relationship question, a money question. It can be something like, why can you get more people like Raymond on your show? I don't care what the question <laughs> is. And even if I'm not the expert in it, we'll either bring somebody on or we'll just talk about it. We'll have a, but, but ask what's something you'd like to see in a show. And, and my goal, and I know Amy's goal is to put together something that makes your life that, that tools, resources, people, 
that um, give you ideas and, and support to live that definition of a rich life for you. So I call today a big win. Thanks, guys. I love Cheers, it. Man. Thank All you, right. guys. Thank you.